Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this very special edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That's right, a special edition. It's not news. No, not today. No, this is our look at the Disney Walt Disney World Resort's moderate resort chains. Yes. Um, so the moderate resorts are somewhere in between the values and the deluxes, both in um, amenities, in size, and in price. So the first one of the moderates we're going to start with is the Caribbean Beach Resort. It opened on October 1st of 1998. It was Disney World's first moderate resort. Um, there, they have Its guest rooms are in two story buildings. Um, the buildings are all very colorful. They're grouped into five villages. Um, you know, think Caribbean theme, obviously. So Barbados, Martinique, Aruba, Jamaica, and Trinidad. Each building has 64 guest rooms and has its own pool. They also feature their own white sand beach, no swimming, please, um, and ham with hammocks and there's playgrounds. Each section has its own laundry facilities. They're usually located around by the pool. Um, and it has its own bus stop and a parking area for each of those sections. Uh, the new thing that exists at Caribbean Beach that is a big deal is it is a, the main hub of Disney Skyliner. It's um, placed just south of the Jamaica section. Um, so it's a prime location because you can get to Epcot and Hollywood Studios easily. Um, and it's right next door. They just built the Riviera Resort. And so there's actually some areas of Caribbean Beach that if you are staying there, it's a quicker walk over to the Riviera Resort to use their Skyliner than it actually is to walk to the main hub at Caribbean Beach. So that's in the Martinique uh, section. Yeah, they actually knocked down a couple of buildings in the old Caribbean Beach Resort to put up the Riviera Resort. And that will be discussed when we talk uh, in, about the deluxe category. The vacation club yep. uh, category a little bit later, but yeah, if when we went to uh, when we've been riding the Skyliner and you come through the Riviera stop, you can see right there is Caribbean Beach. I mean, steps. So some of those rooms are just steps away from the Riviera Resorts um, Skyliner stop. So that's kind of cool. Um, the main check-in area at Caribbean Beach is called Old Port Royale. Um, it has what they call Centertown Market, and that's their food court. And then they also have a sit-down restaurant there. It's called Sebastian's Bistro. And they have a shop called the Calypso Trading Post uh, and an arcade, Goombe Games. Their pool is a large uh, Spanish fort-themed pool. It has a water slide, a wading pool, and a whirlpool. And then there's also quiet pools, um, as we said before, at each of the villages. You know what I like about their quiet pools? What? Uh, they have Coke Freestyles. Yeah, so this resort, because it's so big, there are um, the refill stations. If you buy the rapid refill mugs, they have those at each of the villages. And yeah, actually, I'm wrong. The they're in the villages, but they're not at the pool They're stations. in the buildings, I think, right? Yeah, uh, like Jamaica has two of them. Aruba has two of them. Uh, Martinique has Yeah, I think they're one. near the staircases. The only, the only section that, oh, no, Barbados does have one. I was going to say they didn't need one because they're right next to Old Port Royal, but mm -hmm. every village has at least one. Yeah. and That's, that's it. That's, I'm staying there. That's a new thing, and um, it's a huge bonus. You know, I I like that. If you're going to spend the money on the refillable mugs, it's really nice to have it be so close. Mm -hmm. 
Um, when you're going down to refill that mug, you're going to need to take the stairs. None of their buildings have any elevators. So um, if you have access issues, you will want to make sure that you get a first floor room. Um, there are mostly rooms with two queen size beds. That's what's standard um, in their rooms. A few of them have king size beds upon request. You know, you have to reserve that ahead of time. Some of their rooms have the ability to hold five people and they use a bunk size fold down bed for that. Uh, each room has two sinks outside of the bathroom. They feature coffee makers um, and a refrigerator. So that's always a plus. These rooms are about 340 square feet, which is pretty standard for the moderate resorts. Uh, do we have anything else? Oh, there's some little playgrounds throughout the resort for the little kids. They have bicycle rentals. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, how about pricing? What do you think? The pricing um, starts for a standard room at around $166. Not bad. And it goes up to somewhere around $350 at the Ooh. holidays. Um, those more expensive rooms are usually their pirate rooms. So these are pirate-themed rooms um, that are available. The problem, in my opinion, with the pirate rooms is that the pirate rooms feature double beds. So um, keep that in mind if you if your children would like to be in a pirate room. You're going to be a little squished on the bed. Um, the buses to the resorts can take a little bit of time because it is so large. There's, um, let's see, I think there's a, there's a separate bus stop at each of the five sections and they usually circle around twice unless they're full, you know, before they leave. So you can be on, if you're taking a bus, you're going to be on it for a little bit of time. Right. Um, and, and, and it is unique in that it has multiple stops as opposed to just one main stop. Yeah. Which, which can be time consuming. And, they come in and go out in the same order. So if you're the fourth stop, if you know you're the fourth stop for pickup, then you have to go through each one of the stops until you get back to your area at the end of the night. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they also offer some limited room service. Uh, they have um, pizza delivery, and then there's another there's a, a meal delivery. It's just similar to the pizza. It's pretty uh, pretty limited sorts of things. If you would like a drink, they have a bar called Banana Cabana. Mm. And they also have a bar at their pool. I think each all the resorts have a, mm-hmm. a pool bar. So. And the Caribbean Beach Resort is an Epcot area resort. Is it? Yes. Okay. It's just on the backside of Epcot. As a matter of fact, from the Riviera Resort, you oh, can see true. into the backside of, of the World Showcase. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Excellent. Very good. What do we want to, who, which moderate would you like to talk about next? I think we're going to do Coronado Springs next. Oh, that one's, that holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, it is a fun resort. Now, I don't know what I would, I I'm, I guess this is an Animal Kingdom resort. It's on the way to Animal Kingdom. I don't know. You've I got guess the map. You, you did the, the, the legwork on this and it's not on here, but I, <laughs> I won't blame you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you already did. Oh, okay. My bad. So Coronado Springs is a, as Cheryl mentioned, we're the moderate resort. It opened on August 1st of 1997. Uh, they have 1,917 rooms in three villages, uh, which are around a 15-acre lake called Lago Dorado. And then they have another 545 rooms in a 15-story tower called Grand Destino Tower, which opened in July of 2019. That's been like the bane of my existence. 
Why is that? Because no one ever cared about Coronado Springs until before. they got the tower. And now they have the tower. You can't get a darn room there. Oh, how dare it's they? Such a bummer. So the thing that makes Coronado Springs unique, it is the first moderate that is actually a convention resort uh, for Disney. Uh, they contain a, uh, they have a, a 95,000 square foot convention center that has a 60,000 square foot ballroom with a full business service center. The ballroom can accommodate 5,000 for a sit down dinner or 6,500 meeting style seats. There is another 20,000 square foot junior ballroom. Yeah, so that's been what some people maybe didn't like about um, Coronado Springs and why it used to be kind of easy to get a room there was because everybody thought of it as a convention resort and, you know, not didn't have that same like Disney theming people thought. It's always been sort of one of my favorites. Right. Um, but yeah, since they put up that tower. I like it because you're able to get some of the um, deluxe amenities at a moderate price, like a fitness center right. and a salon. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, the that other is, ones just don't right, have that. That's the only, I believe it's the only moderate that has a fitness center. So far. Yeah. Uh, so Coronado Springs has an American Southwest South slash Northern Mexican theme. Uh, there are plazas, courtyards, and rocky shoreline to make up the, ter the terrain. Uh, Grandestino Tower has a Spanish flair inspired by the work of Salvador Dali. Uh, Walt was a big fan of Salvador Dali. They actually worked on a small piece of film together that that went nowhere, um, but that did come out a few years ago. It was you want to tell your Salvador Dali story? Oh sure. Uh, I was on a tour of one of the Disney ships, and inside the coffee house, which is in the uh, adults only section, uh, our guide, who was this uh, wonderful, sweet. Uh, older lady was saying, you know, Walt loved cruising and here's pictures of Walt and his wife Lillian when they were cruising in the thirties. And uh, here's a picture of Walt and his mother-in-law. And she started walking and I looked at the picture and I'm like, that's not Walt. That's not uh, Walt's mother. That's, that's Salvador Dali. <laughs> so, you know, it was this old black and white photograph, but, but Salvador Dali has this, in, this very distinguishable uh, handlebar mustache <laughs> And yeah. she was telling people it was the mother-in-law. So it was very, very, very funny. Uh, I guess you had to be there. Um, so uh, Lago Dorado, 15 acres. Um, it's uh, natural architecture and landscaping. There's a Mayan pyramid over the, the 120 foot by 90 foot pool area. There's a water slide and a playground that doubles as an archaeological dig site for kids. Uh, the water slide has a jaguar that spits water at guests as they slide down. Uh, the average guest room is about 314 square feet. 224 of the rooms have king-size beds, and 99 rooms are disabled access. So interestingly, um, that's smaller than at Caribbean Beach, because Caribbean Beach, the rooms were average 340 square feet. That that would be smaller. Yep. You're good with math. I know. Um, standard rooms accommodate... Oh, sorry. Standard rooms at the Grand Destino Tower are 375 square feet, making them the largest of all the moderate They're also rooms. the most expensive, expensive of all the right? moderate rooms. Standard rooms accommodate up to four guests. Uh, so Coronado rooms have only one sink, not the double sink that the other three moderate resorts have. All rooms have sliding wood doors across the sink area. Grandestino Tower also offers deluxe suites and one-bedroom suites with club access. Those rooms sleep up to four adults. They also have a presidential suite with club access that sleeps up to six adults. Uh, amenities in each room include four-cup coffee makers, limited room service for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, flat-screen TV, armoire, table, yada, yada, yada. And that's only in the tower, though, the right. room service and all that, right? Yeah, it does not state that. But oh, okay. We'll say sure. 
Um, the complimentary Wi-Fi service, uh, as in all of the other Disney hotels, has existed since 2012. Um, beginning in 2009, club-level rooms became available in the Casitas in Section 9B. And all the club-level rooms have two queen-size beds or one king bed, desk chair, vanity sink, ceiling, and a bathroom. Oh, I'm getting the speeded up. You're on page one of four pages because you're reading things about that just aren't interesting. Because someone so, didn't go through and highlight anything. All right. So once again, uh, Coronado Springs is a spread out resort. Uh, it's separated into three sections, the cabanas, the ranchos, and the casitas. Each one has a different architectural style. Um, the central pool area is the dig site. The main check-in building is uh let's see they they just named it check-in apparently at guest services no it has a name el centro i think el centro all right it's it's actually not i'm looking at the map and it's not noted on the map it's probably noted in your notes well now i'm going to the map because i'm supposed to speed (laughs) it up as far as dining goes there is the barcelona lounge in the lower lobby of the grand uh, in the lower lobby of the uh, convention center there is the Dahlia Lounge, which is on the 16th floor of the Grand Destino Tower. There's the Toledo Restaurant, also on the 16th floor of the Grand Destino Tower. There's the Three Bridges Bar and Grill at Villa de Lago, which is in the middle of Lago Dorado. There is the Laguna Bar, which is just a, a shoreside bar. There's Cafe Rick's. There's the Rick's Sports Bar and Grill, which is the first sports bar that uh, outside of uh, Disney Springs that they put into the resort a few years ago. Uh, there is El Mercado de Coronado, which used to be known as the Pepper Market, right. which has a bunch of your uh, quick service uh, options there. There's the Maya Grill and then the Siestas Cantina. Insane how many food options they have there. Yeah. Absolutely And that's incredible. a lot of that is because they are convention resorts, so they've got a lot mm-hmm. more foot traffic yeah. uh, than, your st- than your standard moderate resort. It's the only moderate resort that has two sit-down restaurants. Yeah. Um, as far as shopping, you have Panchito's Gifts and Sundries, which sells all of your uh, souvenirs and general sundry items. And then as far as pools go, they have the Lost City of Cibola Pool. There is the Explorer's Campfire, um, the Iguana Arcade. There's a Explorer's Playground. Then there's the La Vida Health Club. As I mentioned, this is the only moderate resort that has any type of salon or spa services. So La Vida Health Club offers massage, salon, and fitness. Uh, they have a butterfly garden, a fitness center, and then there's the Grand Destino Plaza, which is part of the new Grand Destino Resort. I've never seen the butterfly garden. I know. Um, as far as transportation goes, this is only serviced by the Walt Disney World bus line. There are some uh, bus stops inside the property. Um, so it's very large and spread out. Uh the buses are internal with then they drop you off at the front of the resort for the external bus. Yeah. Don't they? I have no idea. It probably says there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never take the buses when we stay. Um, I think almost every time we stay at a moderate, we have a car. So um, we don't any, they can take a long time. Any of the moderate resorts, almost every one of them I think has multiple stops um, except for French Quarter, which only has one, but it can take a long time. It can. Um, transportation times to Hollywood Studios, less than 10 minutes. Epcot, about 10 minutes. Animal Kingdom, 20 minutes. Magic Kingdom, 20 minutes. Blizzard Beach, about five minutes. Um, and that's that's about it. 
Well, that's quite a lot. It is a lot. All and right. did I speed it up fast enough for you there? You did a pretty good job, yeah. And all guest, guest rooms were renovated in 2018, and then the Grand Destino Tower is brand new, so it's still got that new hotel smell. Right. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to move over to some sister resorts. Um, it opened up as Port Orleans, and the other one was Dixie Landings. Um, Port Orleans opened in May of 1991, and Dixie Landings opened in February of 1992. Um, the name ended up being changed, and they were combined into a single resort um, that was, uh, what, around 2000, I believe? Thereabouts. Yeah, around 2000. Um, and then now they are known as Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside. So we're going to start with Port Orleans French Quarter. It's the smaller of the two. It has a New Orleans Mardi Gras theme. Um, has, features li- uh, life-size carnival masks, trombone playing alligators. Um, it's just themed generally, obviously, after the French Quarter in New Orleans. Um, they have three different room st- uh, types. You can get a Standard view, a garden view, and a water view, so all at different prices. The water views um, will either look at a pool or at the Sasagula River. There's about a 1,000 guest rooms at Port Orleans French Quarter, so this is the smallest of all of the moderate resorts. It's one of the things I like about it. I don't like that. Is it's, it's compact. It's it is quaint. compact. So, and I'm looking through the stuff, and we've stayed there twice, and neither time did I really particularly like it. People who like it rave about it. But for me, it just doesn't do it. And I and I don't know why. But reading through this, um, they have their one main pool. Uh, it's just outside of the check-in building. Um, and it has a small dragon, I guess, themed water slide. But that's it for pools. Sea and serpent. Sea serpent. Is it a sea serpent? And that's what I think didn't occur to me when staying there but there are no quiet pools there's not that it doesn't have that area to sort of walk around and just sort of explore because it is very compact and and small and it's nice for what it is um and if you don't like to do a ton of walking it's great they only have the one bus stop it drops you off you know in the front and you're not going to have to go to multiple stops however it does share its bus system with its sister resort, Port Orleans Riverside, which does have multiple stops. So, you know, there's a down, you're sitting on the bus for a while. You don't right. have to walk far to the bus, but you're sitting on that bus for a while. Um, pricing on these rooms, you're starting at around $200 and going up to about $300, depending upon um, the time of the year. And... What else do we have here? Um, all the rooms have refrigerators and coffee makers. And the name of their restaurant is the Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. It's a food court, and it is the only dining available there. They do not have a sit-down restaurant. So very, very different from Coronado Springs, where we're talking about, what, eight restaurants? Right. Bars, um, pubs. Yeah. It has um, a lounge, so, a, you know, a bar but they serve some food. It's called the Scat Cats Lounge, and that's in the main lobby building. And then there's also a pool bar out by the pool. Um, There are bike rentals available there. They have an arcade, and they have the option of a cane pole fishing. You pay $3.75 for 30 minutes. 
I, I've never caught a cane pole before. <laughs> These, um, both uh, Port Orleans resorts are located in the Disney Springs resort area, and they actually have boat service to Disney Springs and to each other. And there's also a nice walking path that will take you between Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside. They only have one hot tub. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just the one, it's just, you know, what's right there at that main section. And that's that's all you get. There's nothing else. And do they have a store? They do have a store. They do. It's you know, Jackson Square is the name Thank of the you store. So much. You're welcome. All right. We ready to move on to Port Orleans Riverside? Sure. And this is a Disney Springs. These are Disney Springs resorts, both Port Orleans resorts. Yes. Um, so Port Orleans Riverside used to be called Dixie Landings. Um, and it opened in 1992. It is themed to the Mississippi Bayou area of the South. And it is located along the Sasagula River, just like Port Orleans French Quarter was. They have uh, two sections of rooms, the Magnolia Bend rooms and the Alligator Bayou rooms. So the Magnolia Bend rooms are two, let's say, two and three story mansion homes. So they're like plantation residences, whereas the Alligator Bayou are rustic backwoods cottage setting. Um, they have two-story Cajun-style buildings with rustic furniture and settings. So the insides are different. The decorations are different as reflecting what the outsides of them look like. Um, similar to at Caribbean Beach, where they offered pirate rooms, at Port Orleans Riverside, they offer the... It's a princess room. What do they call them? Royal, royal room. Thank you. The royal rooms. And those are found in the Magnolia Bend section um, in two of the buildings, buildings 90 and 95. Um, they are more expensive than the regular Magnolia Bend rooms. But these at least, unlike the pirate rooms at Caribbean Beach, uh, these feature queen size beds. So um, that's a plus. Um, all of the rooms have two queen size beds or um, there's limited king beds and they also have some rooms that sleep five with that pull down um that fold out bunk uh let's see oh some of them even have a pull down murphy bed well that's nice um they feature two sinks um and the you know bathtub shower are in a separate little room pricing pricing on these about 200 to 365, so a little bit more expensive, and that's because you're talking about those um, those royal rooms are on the more expensive side. Um, the store there is called Fulton's General Store. Uh, they have the things that you would expect to find in a Disney uh, resort uh, shop, but they also have some themed merchandise that's sort of country style, you know, clothing and knickknacks. They have four bus stops at Port Orleans Riverside. The main bus stop um, is located at the um, check-in center. And then there are three others. They also have two places to eat. The food court there is called Riverside Mill. And then they have a sit-down restaurant called Boat Rights. And they also have the River Roost Lounge. They do. That's their bar, the River Roost Lounge. And then the Muddy Rivers Pool Bar is located at their pool, which um, they call their pool Old Man Island. Um, the Old Man Island is a themed swimming area. It's located between the two sections, between the bayou section and the mansions. 
Um, it has a large pool, um, a hot tub, and a kiddie pool, plus a wading pool and a short but fun water slide. Um, let's see. And then they have five leisure pools scattered throughout the resort. They have three in the Alligator Bayou section and two in Magnolia Bend. Um, some of the other things that you can do there, um, you can actually take an evening horse and carriage ride. You can do that um, starting either at French Quarter or at Riverside. Um, that's a separate uh, booking, but they do book up. It's sort of a fun thing to do, and, and people like that, so you call ahead for those. Um, you can you can rent um, bicycles by the hour. You can rent Surrey bikes. And they also have uh, two-hour guided fishing trips that leave from um, Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, those are not inexpensive. The first one leaves at 6.30 in the morning. The second round leaves at 9 a.m. Um, they're somewhere between, depending upon the time you choose, uh, $75 to $80 per person. And they can accommodate up to five people. Mm-hmm. Um, they run something called the Bayou Pirate Adventure Cruise. That's for children um, ages 4 to 10, and that's $34 per child. Uh, that needs to be pre-booked. And they do a movie under the stars, which most of the, uh, this is mentioned here, but I, I think most of the resorts do a movie under the stars, including Campfire. the value resorts. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then they also have an arcade there. It's one of the largest arcades on property. Awesome. Yeah. Um, also worth noting, uh, because it is on the Sasagula River, um, while you can only take buses to the theme parks, you can take a water taxi service to Disney Springs. Right, from, yeah. From both Port Orleans uh, uh, hotels, resorts. And it's a very nice ride. Uh, you should note, though, that if the weather isn't great, if there's any kind of um, rain or thunderstorms, they shut that down. So. Right. I do think that uh, Port Orleans uh, Riverside has some of the nicest landscaping. It's beautiful. Um, really, they, they take that southern antebellum look and uh, really do well with it. Uh, the difference between that and Alligator Bayou, Alligator Bayou is very woodsy. Mm-hmm. And then you turn the corner and you get to um, the Magnolia Bend section there, and it's just, everything's well manicured. The bushes are trimmed. Uh, it, it's it's really nice. It's a nice place to take a walk. Just don't touch the Spanish moss. No, you'll, no. Get, you'll get chiggers. That's right. And then the last of the moderate resorts is the oldest uh, moderate resort on property, and that is Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, which opened in November of 1971, not not long after the park itself, the, the resort itself opened. Uh, the campground area has 799 campsites and 409 air-conditioned wilderness cabins, uh, which so you're really not roughing it. No. <laughs> uh, and, and it's on 700 acres of lush vegetation surrounded by pine and cypress trees. There's also animals living there uh, on, on ground, so that's kind of cool. The rates will vary between $53 to $164 for campsites. Max period during the holidays, you're going to pay $175. Uh, for cabins, a campsite. For a that's campsite. a lot of money for a campsite. Yeah, but don't forget, campsites also include uh, RV hookups. hookups. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's not just a tent. And then if you want a wilderness cabin, it's going to run you between $324 to $454. And your holiday time, that's going to be $566 per night, which is insane. Um, Now, uh, there's a discount for annual pass holders. Uh, You check in at the reception outpost, and then there is an actual internal bus network uh, to get you around the property. Uh, But let's talk about where you're going to be and what you're going to stay in. 
so the cabins, the 407 of them, they're about 12 foot by 42 feet. Uh, there's a wood deck outside with a picnic table and charcoal grill. The cabins underwent a rehab starting in late 2015. Uh, so the cabins are essentially uh, a little trailer that it's, has yeah, logs. It's like built an RV so, inside, right. but the outside looks like right. A it looks very rustic. Um, the cabins have one bedroom, and that bedroom has a queen bed and a bunk bed uh, with a nightstand. And then there is a bathroom, a living area, a dining room table that seats six, a full kitchen, and then the living room has a pull-out sleeper sofa that can sleep two. So you can accommodate up to six people in each one of these uh, cabins. Um, also, cribs and sheets are available. Um, so there are some accessible cabins. Uh, they're a little wider for people who have special needs. And then we go to the campsites. There are 788 conventional campsites. Um, they range uh, in length between 25 to 60 feet, depending upon what type of pad you need. Uh, they are all back-ins. Uh, they all have a paved driveway. Each site is about 25 feet wide and comes with a picnic table and charcoal grill. All sites have electric and city water hookups. Um, there are also 695 hookups that provide sewer. Uh, for the 90 partial hookup sites, those are primarily used by tent campers and those with tent trailers. Um, when you make your reservations, uh, you can talk to the agent to make sure that your reservation uh, site is the right size. All right. So, they, I mean, these, this resort is very large. And so to get around, uh, Tony mentioned that they do have um, internal buses. They have three internal buses, purple, orange, and yellow, um, that run that run throughout the resort. Um, between the Outpost Depot um, and the Settlement Depot near the marina. And the other thing that people use to get around here that's rather unique, um, you can bring your car, you're, you're going to park your car in, at your campsite or um, in front of your cabin. And bonus, this is the only resort where you park your car for free. You do not have to pay to park your car. Um, but you can't take your car around the resort. You can't, if you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom and you want to take the, the um, boat over, you can't drive your car over to the marina area. So, and it can be quite far. So yeah, what it's, a, it's about a mile and a half from the uh, check-in building to the dock. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, that's it's a hike. Walk. Um, so you can actually rent, and many people do, um, golf carts. So that's a fun option. It's not inexpensive. Uh, and when, when you're looking at maybe staying here, you should probably figure on 65 to $70 a day because you're going to want that golf cart. Right. And they do have a four-person and six-person golf carts available. Yep. Um, there actually is an area that is, uh, let, let's call it pretty rustic, um, and that is called Creekside Meadows. It's a primitive campsite area, and it really isn't set up for regular people. It's more used for uh, scout troops, schools, and group okay. campers. I was like, what are regular people? Well, you know, like <laughs> campers. Um, you are allowed campfires there. Thank goodness. Um, as long as they are more like a uh, fire pit, they have to be metal. Um, there are 15 comfort stations located around the camp uh, camp area. Um, bathrooms are free. They're all air conditioned, include private showers and restrooms. They have laundry rooms, pay phones and house phones. They do offer ice machines at $2 per seven pound bag. Um, washers are $3, dryers are $2.75. Disney will also sell you firewood if you would like to build a fire. They nice. sell by the bin. Um, there is, a uh, through the kids night out group, there is one-on-one -on -one in room babysitting for both the cabins and the, uh, cabins and the campsites. And that is available for children ages six months to two years. All 
right? Um, they have uh, an area for shopping. They have two main shops, the Settlement Trading Post um, and the Meadow Trading Post. And the Settlement Trading Post is where you're going to find um, many things, but including uh, some, some groceries. Um, and then at the Meadow Trading Post, um, that you can, you actually, there have a small parking lot for cars. So if you need to drive over from your campsite, you can do that. Um, it has a lot of the same things as the settlement trading post, but it also has some camping supplies, um, and video rental, Yeah, you know, in case you need to throw something in your VCR. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and then what do you have for dining options there? You have Crockett's Tavern, which is in Pioneer Hall that has beverages and snacks such as pizza and pizza, pizza and quesadillas. You can also order pizza from the Trails End Restaurant. Trails End Restaurant has an all-you-can-eat buffet for breakfast and dinner with an a la carte lunch. P&J's Southern Takeout is on Trails End at the left. They have a Fort Wilderness filled food truck, which offers an assortment of burgers and salads. And then if you want a dinner show, you can take in the hoop doo Musical Review, which is held at Pioneer Hall nightly. It is one of the longest-running shows, uh, dinner shows in Walt Disney World. Um... Fort Wilderness also participates in the Rapid Fill mug system. So once again, you can uh, pay one price to get a mug uh, for the length of your stay. Um, let's see. Garden Grocer will deliver to your cabin. Your cabin will be stocked with your selections after 5 p.m. on the day you check in. Very nice. So unlike other resorts, they actually load it to for you there. Right into your fridge. And then what do you have? You have a ton of options at this resort as far as other amenities. Uh, they have a bike barn where you can rent bicycles. Canoes, kayaks, and equipment for fishing and tennis. Uh, they also have complimentary shuffleboard. Um, pets are allowed in some of the cabins and all of the campsites. However, it says for the campsites, request a pet site when making reservations. But if they're allowed in all of them, why would you request a pet site? Um, they also have a Wagon Trails dog park. So if you do bring a dog with you, you can um, you know, walk your dog. Uh, let's see. How um, about pools? So when we've stayed it there before, it was so many years ago, but they just had one, you know, big sort of Olympic size pool, but it was not themed at all. And that has changed. There are now two heated outdoor swimming pools. Um, the larger pool is located near the Meadow Trading Post, and it's called the Meadow Swimming Pool. It's been enhanced now with themed a themed water slide, a hot tub, and a children's play area. So that's exciting. And then there's also a smaller second pool that's located near the cabins. Yeah, they didn't even bother naming that one. They just call it the small pool. <laughs> um, additionally, you have uh, trail rides offered, uh, horseback rides from the Tri-Circle D livery at Fort Wilderness. So that's a pay option. They also have tennis courts. They have an archery experience. They have specialty cruises around Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. There, as I mentioned, there's the Tri-Circle D Ranch, which is at the out outpost. There is also the Tri-Circle D Ranch and Farm slash Stables, where you can see a blacksmith affix horses. Uh, this is where the animals are kept for uh, a lot of, you know, the Magic Kingdom, the horses that you see mm -hmm. in there. Yep. They offer pony rides. There are playgrounds. They offer nightly wagon rides at Pioneer Hall. They offer, once again, like Port Orleans, they have private carriage rides. Uh, there is bicycle rentals, uh, fishing in canals. There's a volleyball court. There's basketball and tetherball. <laughs> there is the Davy Crockett Arcade and the Daniel Boone Arcade because we both know that the Frontiersmen were very big on pinball. That's right. Uh, and a lot of those machines are being restored by your father right now. <laughs> uh, you can rent boats and watercraft from the marina. 
You can do water skiing and wakeboarding. You can do parasailing. There is a swamp trail. There is a 2.3 mile paved and sand path to exercise. There is a Fort Wilderness uh, back trail adventures Segway tour. You can view the electrical water pageant from the shore at uh, 9.45 every night. And I think one of the fun things to do is to go there during the holidays, especially Christmas and Halloween, Mm -hmm. because the campers who go there, and a lot of these people are seniors who will go and rent a pad for... A month at a time. Right, right. Uh, And and sometimes longer. Some Mm -hmm. of them snowbird down there. Yep. And they put up these very elaborate uh, Christmas and Halloween decorations and it's a great thing if you're staying there to just kind of like walk through and, and or check ride out. your golf cart or ride your golf cart. <laughs> awesome. It seems like a really fun place to stay. We haven't stayed in a really long time, but um, it's definitely in the mix for our next trip. We have not stayed there in 21 years. It might be time. I might be bumping to the where's my list here. It might be bumping right to the top of my list. All right. So that is our look at uh, the moderate resorts. We hope you enjoyed, and until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.